All right, welcome to the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Stevens. This is Rachel Dory. And Rachel, let's skip the formalities here because we have a, the first full slate, uh, I think, in NHL history. All 32 teams playing in one day. Crazy stuff. Let's get everyone set for every game, starting with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Washington Capitals, uh, with the Leafs seemingly favored pretty heavily in this one. Yeah, if you look at this, you've got a team that's expected to finish kind of at the top of the Eastern Conference, and then a team that is focused sort of on getting Alex Ovechkin the goal-scoring record. And Toronto is obviously the much stronger team. However, they have like a habit of playing down to their opponent. And so you look at this, the goaltending hasn't been good for either team, but both teams are able to score. So this is a projected total of well over the number here. And if you look at it, Alex Ovechkin has 41 goals in 56 games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's yet to score this season, but he's getting his his cookies, per se. And I like Alex Ovechkin tonight. I think he's going to score a goal. So if you look at this, Toronto on the money line, you're leaning on the over. Alex Ovechkin, anytime goal prop. Very cool. All right, let's move on to the Anaheim Ducks and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, you know, a battle of two teams that are struggling to start the year here, but uh, both have interesting young players to look at. Why don't we take a look at Anaheim and Columbus? Yeah, this is an interesting game because it's sort of a battle of the young players. And Leo Carlson is not going to play tonight as part of kind of the schedule to improve his strength and conditioning and also not get hurt. And I really like that from Anaheim. However, that takes like a big kind of piece out of their lineup. This is also expected to be a pretty high scoring game. Obviously the goaltending for either team and the defense is not very good. So when you look at this, it's a pretty even matchup. It might actually be a really entertaining game. I like Adam Fantilli here, two plus shots. He is somebody that gets his shot attempts. He's not going to have a shutdown center to kind of go up against today. So I like him to go over his shot prop. It's only one and a half today. So that's a good spot for me. All right. Moving on to the Buffalo Sabres and the Ottawa Senators. One team is flying high. The other is definitely stumbling to start the season. Um, Let's take a look at this matchup uh, of Atlantic Division rivals. Yeah, this is also going to be a pretty entertaining game. Buffalo is coming off of a loss to Montreal last night. So they are the only uh, team along with Montreal on a back-to-back because there was only one game yesterday. And so that's an inherent disadvantage. Ottawa is favored here as the home team as well. So you're looking at this and the projected total is kind of right on the money here. But Ottawa is heavily favored here. If you're looking at player props though you want to look at Erasmus Dahlin assist he's got an assist in every single game this year you want to look at Tage Thompson shot props you want to look at Brady Kachuk shot props those are spots that have a lot of value and since Buffalo has separated Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner Jeff Skinner has been shooting the lights out scored last night he could be somebody to look for to light the lamp again tonight very cool. All right. And then moving on to two teams that had some high expectations for the season, but have definitely stumbled out the gate as well in Carolina and Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is an interesting one, Mike. Honestly, Carolina is coming off of a long Western Conference road trip where they played the California teams and they weren't very good. And then they played Seattle. They also weren't very good. And then the game against Colorado, obviously they lost there, but it was a really entertaining game. Carolina's playing a lot of high-scoring games right now. And Tampa, they don't have a goaltender that can compete with one of Frederick Anderson or Antti Ranta. And so you look at this, and that's 
why they're favored here, even though they're the visiting team. Carolina's favored here because they have the advantage in the goaltending matchup and they are the better team projected right now. This is also projected to be a high scoring game. There could be a lot of scoring tonight for that kind of red zone style um, TV show that they're hosting for all 16 games. So if you can find Tampa kind of at plus money significantly, that's a, probably a pretty good spot to take them. Or if you can find Carolina at minus kind of 115, that's a good spot to take them. Very cool. All right, moving on to the New Jersey Devils and the Montreal Canadiens. One of the more lopsided uh, games on the schedule tonight. Uh, obviously, the Devils, they are a powerhouse. And the Canadians, who have just lost David Savard, uh, another guy who was out long-term for them, they are hurting. Rachel, what can we expect tonight? You hit the nail on the head. This is one of the most lopsided matches of the night, right? So you've got Montreal, who's coming off of a back-to-back. And you've got New Jersey, who's one of the best teams in the NHL, quite frankly. And this is setting up for a Jack Hughes night. I like Jack Hughes' shot props. I like Jack Hughes' goal prop. I like Jack Hughes' point prop. There's so much to like about how New Jersey kind of stacks up and even though they haven't gotten off to the start that many expected them to they are still a really good hockey team and that is why you're seeing the sort of projection that you are in 63 percent to win on the money line is that new jersey is the better team here there's an expected total of 6.9 that's over the number of six and a half if you can get it at six and a half that's something you should probably look to take because New Jersey is giving up goals, but they're also scoring a ton. So this could be a really high scoring game. But if the total's at seven, that's something you probably want to stay away from. And if you're looking at New Jersey because you think they're going to win tonight, probably a 60 minute money line or even a one and a half is your best option there. All right, Dallas and Pittsburgh, you know, one team, a big up and coming team, another team looking to stay in, you know, grasp onto relevance. It's Miro Heiskin versus, you know, Eric Carlson, all that. Rachel, what can we expect from Dallas and Pittsburgh? Yeah, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be a really good game. You've got a top line in Dallas with Rupa Hintz, Jason Robertson, and Joe Pavelski. That's absolutely fantastic. And you've got premier defensemen in Chris Letang and Eric Carlson and Miro Heiskinen, who all look fantastic you've got a great penguins power play you've got a super talented dallas offense that's been balanced out by the likes of matt duchene and wyatt johnson contributing now dallas is obviously favored here even though they're playing in pittsburgh dallas is the better team and pittsburgh has obviously the malkins and the crosbys who are getting their cookies and of getting malkin over two and a half shots is a great spot he is somebody that's been really consistent to start the year and so while dallas might be the team favorite to win on the money line and that's somewhere that you should look to take if you can get it at sort of minus 120 this is a spot where it's probably going to be a lot of goals so you're looking at an expected total of about seven goals and you're looking at a situation where pittsburgh might be trailing and so if getting malkin getting shots is something that you should be looking at all right now we got san jose and florida another somewhat lopsided matchup here uh and that the florida panthers off to a pretty good start this season despite their injuries in san jose yet to find their first win of the season yeah, it's not going to get any easier for San Jose. Um, Florida has called up Mackie Samuskevich as well. They're young, really, really talented forward. So you were looking at this, and it's almost one and a half goals uh, difference here for the Florida Panthers. Uh, they're playing at home. And the other thing you're also dealing with is Florida is a volume shooting team while San Jose gives up a ton of shots. So look for a San Jose goalie prop. Look for Carter Verhage, Matthew Kachuk, 
Gustav Forsling over one and a half has been really profitable to start the year. But Florida's favored 61% to 39% on the money line tonight. And even though the total is not that high, this is a situation where you're probably looking at Florida minus one and a half or Florida in regulation if you want to take a result bet. But this is a player prop sort of game if you're really looking at it. And specifically shot props is somewhere you should be looking for the Florida Panthers. All right. Now, surprisingly, the most lopsided matchup of the night is going to be the Colorado Avalanche and the New York Islanders. Uh, Avalanche, obviously, uh, Stanley Cup favorite and Islanders hoping to make it back to the playoffs. And yet here they are with the with the biggest discrepancy uh, of the night. Yeah, this was something that was a little bit surprising to me when my model ran it. Um, it's 69% in favor of Colorado. And I think part of the reason that it is that way is the team speed. You look at it and Colorado is a team speed type of team. They like to play fast. They like to kind of get the puck up and down the ice. They are really good in transition. And the Islanders really struggle with that. The Islanders have also really struggled to shut down other teams' top players. And you're talking about Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Miko Ranton, and even Ryan Johansson has looked really good to start the year for Colorado. And so we're looking at an expected score of about four to two. And that's a minus one and a half. That's a situation where you would expect Colorado Avalanche, who are one of the most talented teams in the NHL, to beat a team that significantly lacks talent compared to some of the other teams around the league. And they're more of less some of their they're greater than the sum of their parts. And so tonight, I think that probably gets a little bit exposed. And so you're looking at props with Nathan McKinnon. Kale McCarr assist prop has been really profitable as well. And then a Ryan Johansson prop. I mean, there's value on his goal prop, although it's highly unlikely that he continues his goal scoring kind of um, start that he's had. All right, now we got Seattle and Detroit. Detroit, you know, one of the more surprising fast starts of the season. And Seattle, you know, only got one win there, sincerely struggling. Uh, and with Detroit favored just slightly. Yeah, so you make a great point. Is Seattle's really struggling, and the model has taken that into account, right? They're off to a, a poor start compared to the fact that they made the second round in the playoffs last year. And they're playing a Detroit team that is off to a roaring start. Alex Dabrinkad, my goodness, eight goals in six games. Just absolutely tremendous start. We got an expected total a little bit lower. It's just above six goals here. So about 2.87 for Seattle and 3.2 for Detroit. So Detroit's about 55% on the money line here. And I like that. I think there's some value on the Detroit line. Um, even though Detroit isn't favored as much as maybe they could be, Detroit is playing really well. They're using their team speed a lot, and their top line is really carrying them. I think they'll struggle depth-wise, so maybe they'll give up some goals to um, Seattle kind of at the bottom end of the lineup. But at the top end of the lineup, Detroit with the Brinkat, Larkin, and Raymond looks absolutely fantastic. And, I mean, how can you not take a Brinkat point prop tonight? All right, and then with uh, the second most, the second biggest discrepancy when it comes to expected win percentage here is the Boston Bruins, the Chicago Blackhawks. Boston undefeated to start the season. Nothing can slow them down. And the Blackhawks, other than Connor Bedard, don't really have much going for them. This could be a little bit of a, uh, a the opposite of a barn burner. Yeah, this is a little bit of a mismatch. And the only saving grace here is that Boston is coming off of a Western road swing. And so towards the end of road trips, those can always get a little bit dicey. You can always get a little lackadaisical. But like you pointed out, I mean, Boston hasn't lost a game yet. And Chicago, right, you you look at it, they're really struggling outside of Connor Bedard. Taylor Hall is now week to week, so he is not going to play tonight. This is the last matchup of the season as Connor Bedard already played in Boston second game of the year. And 
you look at this, it's an expected score of 3.71 to 2.92 in favor of Boston. It's a 68% win percentage for the Boston Bruins. If you're looking for a way to bet this game, you're probably looking at shot props, specifically Connor Bedard. You're also probably looking more towards a team total. Boston over three and a half is a great spot here. And so those are two kind of scenarios where you can bet on this game, where you can kind of stay away from the juiced money line that the Boston Bruins right now have. All right. Now we have the St. Louis blues and the Winnipeg jets uh, jets, you know, obviously dealing with the loss uh, or the, the, you know, extended absence of their coach, uh, Rick bonus, who is tending to a family member. So they will be having Scott Arneal behind the bench for the first time uh, this season for them tonight, uh, taking on a St. Louis blues team that again is, is struggling a little bit. What can we expect from this? Yeah. St. Louis is really struggling. I mean, they lost six, two to Arizona, not too long ago and Winnipeg. I mean, what a start they've had to their season. Obviously, really unfortunate losing their coach. I think they're going to be motivated um, to play well for him. So we've got an expected score total of 2.6 to 3.47. Winnipeg being the home team as well, that's going to be an inherent advantage. And so when you look at this, Winnipeg is 60% to win on the money line. And so if you can find anything sort of around the 150 mark, minus 150 for Winnipeg, that's going to present some level of value to you. Now, with Connor Hellebuck in goal, I don't foresee St. Louis scoring a ton of goals. And this could be a situation where Winnipeg is a little bit kind of off their game, a little bit tentative. So this game could go under the number. That's something where you could maybe look to find value if you can find it uh, under six and a half at plus money. That could be a spot where um, you could find some value. And if you're looking for a prop, you're looking at Jordan Cairo over three and a half shots. St. Louis is likely to be trailing in this game and Cairo is their primary shooter. He's somebody that you should look forward to kind of pile up the shots here. All right. Now we got Edmonton and Minnesota. Edmonton obviously missing Connor McDavid. So it could be the Leon Dreisaitl show tonight. But either way, this is the most evenly matched uh, game of the night, according to Rachel's model. Rachel, what can we expect? You nailed it, right? No Connor McDavid. That means that Edmonton and Minnesota is a 50-50 matchup. Right on the nose. There's not really any. Edmonton has a slight expected score favor, but the reality of the situation is, is there's not enough to warrant a bet or a favorite on either one. And so if you can get either team at plus money, that's what you should be looking for here. I think this is probably a high-scoring game. Leon Dreisaitl props. Those are going to be what you need to watch out for, right? He's probably going to be shooting the lights out. So a ladder play with him, three, four, five, six shots. It's probably a good play here. And he's going to have to do it himself more than likely. And so you're looking at a Leon Dreisaitl goal prop, if anything, going into this game against Minnesota. All right, now we got the Rangers and the uh, Calgary Flames, the Adam Fox Bowl, uh, as we like to call it. It's, it's a pretty tight matchup here as well. What can we expect from New York and from Calgary? Yeah, so if you remember last season, Mike, these two games that the Rangers and Calgary played, they were barn burners, like goals and overtime and fights and intensity. They were two of the best games of the season. And so I am really looking forward to this game. We've got an expected score of the Rangers 3.81 to Calgary's 3.59. Calgary is the home team and they aren't favored, even though they've had somewhat of an interesting start to the year. And it's probably because they're coming off of an Eastern road trip. There is an inherent disadvantage there, but the model does see this as the highest total of the night at 7.6. So we're looking at a potential another barn burner here. So you want to look at props, Adam Fox point, probably an assist, right? You want to look at Mika Zibanejad. You want to look at Michael Backlund, Elias Lindholm. 
they're off to great starts. And Calgary's without Rasmus Anderson, who is their top pairing defenseman, and their power play is likely going to struggle. So stay away from any sort of power play props that you see for the Calgary Flames. All right, now we got Vancouver in Nashville. A uh, bit of an interesting matchup here. Vancouver off to a bit of a hot, hotter start than we'd expect. Nashville also doing the same. Uh, what can we expect from, from this game? I think this is a battle of the goaltenders, right? You're expecting Thatcher Dempo and UC Soros, two of the better goaltenders in the league, off to pretty good starts. So while the total is really high here, and my model has an expected total of 6.93 in this game, the total currently sits at seven. And so that's probably something you're not going to touch. Nashville is favored 54 to 46 here on the money line. And so what you're looking for here is to find value. Can you get Vancouver at plus 115, plus 120? Can you get Nashville even at a close to even money number? It's all about finding that value here. The one thing I do like is I like Philip Forsberg over three and a half shots. He's somebody that's been consistent for Nashville to start the season. And so has Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes has looked absolutely fantastic for the Vancouver Canucks. Taking him for an assist tonight, um, I think he's going to look to shoot the puck, create some rebounds over one and a half shots is a great prop for Quinn Hughes. So a couple of Quinn Hughes props and a Philip Forsberg prop. That's probably where you're going to find the most value tonight, unless you can get a team at plus money. Next, we have the Sean Dersey uh, revenge game here in the Arizona Coyotes and the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, somewhat of a lot, not super lopsided, but definitely the Kings are favored in this one. Uh, what can we expect? Yeah, so Arizona is not playing at home, right? Where they actually are pretty good playing in L.A., and it is a Sean Dersey kind of bowl. And even though I like Sean Dersey in his revenge game, I don't like the Arizona Coyotes to win. We've got 56-44 in favor of the LA Kings with an expected total of 6.79. So the model does see this as a relatively high-scoring game. And if you're going to see a high-scoring game, maybe you do get Sean Dersey for a point, Logan Cooley for a point. You're also looking on the flip side of things. You're looking at Pierre-Luc Dubois. You're looking at Adrian Kempe. And... You're looking at them for their shot props, but also for their goal props. Adrian Kempe's goal prop has some value on it tonight. And so that's maybe a prop where if you're looking for some value, that's somewhere you should look to take. All right. And then finally, we have the Philadelphia Flyers and the Vegas Golden Knights. A bit of a lopsided matchup here uh, with the reigning Stanley Cup champions taking on a team that, although they've had a start, a hot start to the season, uh, a team that we don't necessarily expect much from. Right. You're coming, you're talking about the Stanley cup champions and the Vegas golden Knights and they're playing at home. And that is you and I have been to Vegas. That is a wild place to play. Then you go to Philadelphia. They are off to a hotter start than we expected. And they are playing better than we expected them to, but they are running into a Vegas team that is going to overmatch them. And so the expected score tonight, 3.71 to 2.65 in favor of the Vegas golden Knights. That isn't one and a half. So I'm not necessarily going to take Vegas minus one and a half. I do like Vegas in regulation though. That's probably where you're going to get the most value. Vegas is at 66% to win tonight. And so the line is, is very juiced. You're going to want to take them in 60 minutes. They should comfortably win in 60 minutes. And if you're looking for props, you need to be looking at Jack Eichel shot props, Mark Stone shot props. And on the flip side, you need to be looking at Noah Cates for Philadelphia. He's sort of somebody who's really finding his way and shooting the puck a little bit more often. That's somebody that you can uh, look for to kind of lead the, the charge for Philadelphia if they are going to be competitive in this game against Vegas. All right, that's all 32 teams uh, playing tonight. We have 16 matchups we just previewed, uh, and we'll be back on Thursday to take you through another exciting slate of NHL hockey.